Welcome to the Little Way Farm and Homestead podcast. Little Way Farm and Homestead is a regenerative and educational farm in southeastern Indiana. Motivated by the Catholic faith, we strive to inspire, encourage, and support the development of homesteads and small-scale farms in faith and virtue. I'm Matthew. And I'm Carissa. We're excited for you to join us on the podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Little Way Farm and Homestead podcast. I think this is going to be an interesting episode. Hopefully it is a little bit sobering for quite a few people who may feel as if their homesteads needs to be something that it doesn't need to be. And what we're referring to is really the question of, does your homestead need to be a business or does your homestead need to be a source of income or revenue for you and your family? So maybe we could start off very simply and answer the question, Carissa, does a homestead have to make money? The answer is no. You don't have to make money on your homestead. You can, and there might be reasons why you want to or need to make money off of the homestead, but it is perfectly fine to choose to homestead and choose to raise food for your family just because you want to be able to support your family in that way. Entirely. I think it it seems to me that often people get into this mindset, whether it's driven by social media or expectations that have kind of been uh, set inside them by a friend that they know or a family member that they know who homesteads and does so from more of a farming perspective. But I Ultimately, I don't think that people need to feel compelled to make money off their homestead and that sometimes that can actually be a threat to kind of the peace inside the homestead itself. If you purchase land or move out to a homestead and decide that you want to monetize the entire thing or parts of it, it could threaten the peace inside of it if it's not done in the proper way or at least with the right expectations. Well, I think that there's actually a couple reasons that probably lead a lot of people to thinking that they need to be making money off the homestead. And first of all, there is this trend in our culture to make everything into a side gig or to have like an extra income from anything that you're interested in or anything that you can put extra time and effort into. And so I think that it's pretty easy to be like, oh, wow, we're producing something. Maybe we could produce enough to have this extra income coming in. And like maybe we could even replace our income and just be able to work fully from home, which is I do see a lot of times there is this desire for that from a lot of people, even outside of homesteading. And it's so interesting to me because when you look back in history, careers a lot of times were family centered and the the father or the mother and father had a business that they would run out of the home and it was the family business and then as time went on and things have evolved and industrialization happened a lot of jobs went outside of the home and where we're at today in a lot of homes both parents are working outside of the home and they they're missing all this time with their family so I understand how that concept and how that desire can come up in a lot of homes because of all of that. Right. I think the consideration then would be, you know, to to answer the question very plainly, do you have to make money off your homestead? The answer is no, you don't have to, and you really don't even need feel compelled to do so. 
at the same time, the idea of a family business is incredibly interesting and something which would probably promote a better worldview for many people and one that would ultimately be able to be maybe better incorporated with the Catholic faith as well, where you're able to support your family from that family business and create generational wealth ultimately uh, that can create an environment where things like where food's going to come from and where the next paycheck's going to come from aren't really as much tied to your time uh, invested at a labor uh, off the farm as much as it could be something that's produced uh, from within the homestead in that manner. But even that doesn't suggest that the homestead itself has to make money. And we see this oftentimes, as you mentioned, where people want to commoditize everything Mm -hmm. and make a side gig out of everything. And that can lead to this temptation of having to effectively turn your homestead into a farm. And there's, again, there's nothing wrong with it. It's simply a matter of outlook and perspective. And what we find becomes a little bit troublesome for a lot of people is that they get into the homesteading lifestyle and they take on all these chores and these animal enterprises and the gardens and everything else. And they find that somewhere along the way, they took on more than they wish they would have and that they're losing more time with their family than they are actually working with their family. And a lot of it is done with the idea that they're going to make money off of these enterprises that they first wanted to get into because they wanted to provide for themselves and their family. Mm -hmm. And then afterwards, maybe notice that there are ways to monetize them or to turn them into more of a farm enterprise as opposed to a homesteading activity. And if you don't do that with the same mentality that you would any other business, whether a local family business off the homestead or an entrepreneurial venture elsewhere, then you're likely going to run into an issue where you're going to question, is this worth it? Because you're not properly set up for things like marketing and advertising spend and uh, creating relationships with uh, people who you can bring in better inputs at better costs and market at certain scales, etc. And that can become a avenue which can ultimately be discouraging because you find that You may not be as successful at the business enterprise only because you haven't set it up as a business enterprise. And now it's actually costing you more to do the homesteading activities, which is what you really just wanted to do to begin with. Before we move into maybe ways that you can make money off of the homestead if you want to, I I do want to draw attention to I think that there's another another trap that people get into in feeling like they need to make money off of the homestead. And I think that usually comes from bringing exports into the homestead to run it. And that can end up being very costly and expensive. And if you're already living off of the income that you're bringing in from whatever job you're working off the homestead, and now you're trying to add in all this extra expense to feed animals and to build structures and infrastructures. I think that that is something that can influence people to feeling like they need to make money. And and the solution to that, I think, really comes back to creating a lower input homestead and, and realizing that we don't need to be buying everything to support our homestead, but you can start working towards being able to feed your homestead off of what you can create and provide. And sometimes that means that you don't do all the enterprises that you would like to do. You don't raise all the animals that you would like to because you might need to see like what can our land support? What can our time support? And so that it just takes a lot of planning and trial and error, but 
trying to refine what homesteading looks like for your family and on your land and for the time and season of life that you're in and trying to make it as low import as possible. Just to explain that a little bit more clearly and maybe make sure that we're all on the same page, there's really two considerations here. The first is making sure that your homestead isn't costing you more money or that at least it's moving towards a position where it's becoming less expensive over time. And the second is reducing the amount of things that you need to bring into the homestead and able to in order to make it function. And so for the first point, when you begin your homesteading lifestyle or homesteading journey, there's going to be a lot of things that you have to purchase. And this can scale up to, you know, you want the whole thing right away or you're okay and comfortable with it taking time to do to get to that point where it's more self-sufficient or uh, you have more of the resources available. So what I mean by that is maybe in the very beginning, you don't need to put in all of the animal enterprises you want. I struggled with this in the very beginning. I wanted all the pigs and the chickens and the cows. And I wanted it all right away. And what we found, found very quickly is that that's really not the best strategy if you don't have an enormous amount of time to dedicate to building up the infrastructure for those animals first. And then also being able to ensure that you have the resources to feed those animals, whether they're things you're buying in for them or you're able to harvest them from the property itself. So the first thing then is to make sure that your homestead is not becoming more expensive over time, but is becoming less expensive over time. The second portion of that is making sure that you are attentive and intentional about what you have to bring into the homestead to make it function, as opposed to what you can draw from the homestead to make it function. Again, for example, maybe in the wintertime you have uh, ruminant animals like cows or sheep that you need uh, to feed forage to during the normal times of the year. And in the winter, do you have enough forage left to feed them or do you need to bring in hay? If you need to bring in hay, does that hay need to come from someone else off of your farm or off of your homestead? Or can it come from your own homestead land itself? Is there an area where you can dedicate to just harvesting hay? And if you can create an environment where you're able to support your animal enterprises, your compost needs for gardening, uh, your seed uh, through seed saving and all kinds of other things like that over time, then your input, your, your homestead's cost also decreases. So that goes back to point number one, but also you're simply reducing your uh, dependency on imports. And in, when we say imports in this conversation, we really mean to understand that your homestead is in itself almost a society like the family society. And how does your homestead relate to uh, its need for dependency on externals like hay from another farm if you don't have your own area to, to create hay for your animals in the wintertime? And it opens up the opportunity to question things like, is hay the only practice that I can do in order to get my ruminant animals through the winter? Or are there other homesteading practices or agricultural practices that we could engage with to create better forage during the winter time so that we can decrease the need for hay to begin with in and of itself? So that's really the two considerations that have to be considered. And it's really important to think about those because what happens is people have a tendency to want all of it right away. And they want it to look really pleasing and be very welcoming and inviting. They want the house to be amazing. They want the, the lawn, the yard, the gardens, the animals, everything to be clean, organized, set up. And there's just a, there's this temptation to rush time when you do that. 
and invest so much money into it that you find yourself in a financial situation that's discouraging as well. So I guess just to recap, one, over time, your homestead needs to become less expensive, Mm -hmm. or we would encourage you to to make your homestead less expensive over time, which requires planning and intentionality. Mm -hmm. And two, working towards a less lesser dependency on bringing things in to make the homestead run yeah truly this part of the conversation could be in a whole episode on its own because there there is so much to be said about all of this there like you can talk about investigating different breeds of animals so you can understand like well we have the forage to support this breed better than this breed or like if we bring in this type of pig we're gonna have to be bringing in so much extra feed versus this type of pig lives well off of forage and grass but so like there's there's so much to it that we could go more in depth on but I think when it when we're talking about making money off of the homestead and trying to understand if that's something that you really need or you really desire for your family, I think that it goes back to something that we've discussed a lot previously and that's really understanding the why, why are we homesteading and understanding your family's charism and call. What is God asking of you? And is he asking you to use homesteading in order to serve his kingdom and serve your community around you or is it something is it just something to support your family but you also have something outside of the homestead that you should be doing for what God is asking of you and being being able to discern that early on but it's also a continual discernment it's something that I think you and I continue to pray about and discuss and God continues to lead us into better understanding of what exactly he is calling us to and asking of us. So that's something that should continue to be an important part of your conversation in your family and in your household. But also challenging yourself to be creative and to ask questions and to not just do everything that you find on the internet, like this is how you homestead. There are... There's a lot that comes from looking to people who have gone before you and figured these things out and being able to learn from people. But that never means that that's the only way or that that's the best way for you to do it. It's something that you and I have really challenged ourselves in with like raising chicks. They say that you have to keep them at this temperature and you have to lower the temperature every so many days, this many degrees, and then you introduce this and that. And like there's this this time frame that they say you have to do everything this way but then we let a hen hatch her own chick this year and we watched her and we watched that chick well there was two (laughs) Um, we watched her raise them and it was so different than like they're in this temperature regulated room where we're changing the temperature every so many days and feeding them mashed up everything like being able to watch and observe the animals naturally how they do things there is give and take because we are able to control a lot more in the way that people say you're supposed to do it. Whereas that mama was not able to control everything and she did lose a lot of babies and we might have been able to raise them and have better success keeping more alive but her babies were extremely healthy and they grew much quicker. They seemed hardier and 
the one that is still with us just seems like a very healthy, strong chicken. Yeah. It, it really just comes back to that idea of what is a homestead and what does your homestead look like? Because I think that there is a, there, there's just so much temptation out there, just like in anything else to model the way that someone else has done something and try to recreate just that because you were inspired by it to begin with. It's a little bit different when it comes to the homestead portion, or maybe I shouldn't say different, but there is a unique uh, characteristic of homesteading and that it is tied often to a geographic area and that geographic area has a certain climate or ecosystem and so what you see online is not necessarily what is even really able to be efficiently recreated for where you live this was something I realized this at one point uh, in the way that we used like um, chicken tractors to move chickens across the, the lawn uh, or the farm area and at some point, it just kind of dawned on me that the person that I modeled our, one of our tractors off of uh, lives in a completely different climate and ecosystem than we do. And I'm not sure why that really never hit me before, but it did, and I realized that. And then my mentality and my focus has now switched to when I see someone else doing something successfully on a farm or on a homestead, uh, I don't... I, I do look at what it is that they're doing, but I also look at really the way they came to understand that or how they put things together. And I am starting to more so think about, well, how can I engineer something similar, but more so inclined to work for where I am? Because I think what's happened often is there are people who are hyper successful in business or in promoting the homestead lifestyle or in farming and they have found a way to do things on the property that they own in the climate that they're at in the geography where they live or where they work at and it is become so ubiquitous across the homesteading world that people think that's the only way to do that thing when really there are probably many many better ways to do things where you live uh, today or where you work it's just that we don't always take the time to think well how could we improve this for where we live or for our family? So I would just say that if you've never considered that and you've looked around at your homestead and thought, well, everything that we have done here is the is under the inspiration of someone else who is already homesteading in another climate or geography, I would simply question you or encourage you to question, is that anymore the best way to do it where we live? And maybe not. And this is this is kind of an interesting conversation and it moves all far away from that question of does the homestead need to make money but the reason that it is moving away from that question is because these are all related topics that come back to the question of does this homestead have to make money and some of the reasons that people i think often feel compelled to have to have their homesteads make money is because they see someone else making money off of their homestead or they see someone else who's actually engaging in more lifestyle businesses or uh, social media-based businesses or farming-related activities that incorporate similar elements of homesteading. And there can be a misunderstanding of the distinction between what it takes to run a business and what it is to run a homestead. And in a business, there's probably going to be a continual feed of inputs and then working with those inputs to turn those inputs into something different or of greater value, and then selling that at a profit. On the homestead, you don't really have to monetize the homestead. And ultimately, if the homestead is paying for everything in the sense that 
you don't have to go to the grocery store anymore because most of your food comes from the homestead, then you're you're reducing your need to depend on anyone else's inputs. That's not a comment to say that you should do that or have to do that, but it is a, a nice balancing act to, to at least consider that. And when you set up your homestead, I would simply encourage you to go back to those first two points and consider how can I reduce how expensive this is over time or how much it costs me to do the homestead lifestyle and how can we reduce our dependency on imports or bringing things into the homestead to run it. And as you mentioned, that may mean that your homestead looks a little bit different than other people. You may not be able to have the same pigs that someone else does and that may be because you're not feeding your pigs in the same way or at the same intensity that someone else is because your pigs are able to live off the land or whatever you have on your land a little bit better. And there's a lot of considerations for this. Uh, but ultimately, that question of does the homestead then have to make money, I think it's just a glaring no, it doesn't. Again, though, that doesn't mean that you can't or you really shouldn't. And the idea of developing a family business, which might come from the homestead, now that I think is a really interesting conversation and one that's also worth exploring. Uh, yeah, I, I totally agree. So if somebody, if a family decides that they either want to make money off of the homestead or that they need to, like they don't have the means to support homesteading without having an extra income to do so, where would you tell them to get started in order to be able to successfully make money off of the homestead? So I think in a question like this, I would I would suggest that this is not farming, uh, which would be like an intentional business structure based on some agricultural practice, which essentially models the same as any other business principle where you've got a certain degree of input and you're creating something and selling it at a, at a profit, hopefully. So if you're trying to simply, if you're looking around your homestead saying, we just, we have to find some extra money as a family and we need to make extra money as a family, I would encourage you to do things that are, uh, that come from the homestead that are already there where you either don't have to invest a lot of money and, or no money at all. Um, so some examples, and these are probably not going to be the, the, the quickest ways to money or the least manual ways to money. One way that I find uh, in a rural environment that's very helpful to people, which is often still in demand, is firewood. Uh, and if you have woods, you likely have trees on there, which you probably didn't plant unless they're in your family for a long time, that is not necessarily beyond the ability for most people to actually harvest. Um, you don't even need a chainsaw if you don't want one uh, to get the trees down, although I would say that it's probably going to be rather impractical from a time standpoint to, to harvest timber uh, if you don't at least have a, have a chainsaw in a good mall or a good axe. Other things that I think are probably helpful are simple crafts from nature around the homestead. Um, so using like flowers for printing on canvas or on sheets. Uh, artwork from the homestead would be incredibly easy and a good way of monetizing things. Hopefully it could be less expensive to, to get started with. Um, selling extra produce would be much easier than beginning an animal enterprise off the, pro off the farm. So for example, let's say that you want to sell pumpkins, which many people like to buy in the autumn time, either for food or decoration. 
if you needed to begin by buying a pack of pump a seed pack of pumpkins it probably cost you three to maybe a maximum of five dollars for about 25 uh, pumpkin seeds well if, if you plant those 25 seeds and each one of those uh, seeds yields three pumpkins and you sell each of those pumpkins for five to ten dollars each well you obviously made your money back and you made a little bit of extra money the problem becomes in how much money do you really want to make off your homestead because one thing that is not always easily understood when it comes to the agrarian lifestyle that would be homestead style is that your time involvement in making money is going to be drastically more depending on the enterprise Mm -hmm. but likely is going to be way more than what it would be in just a conventional job and that's because either it takes time for these things to mature like it takes time for me to buy the seeds open the seeds, plant the seeds, uh, tend to the plants, do the weeding, harvest the pumpkins, let them cure for a certain amount of time, then put them out, put signage out to let people know that I'm even selling the pumpkins, and then work with customers. If you add up all the time, it's certainly going to pay off the original pack of pumpkin seeds, but it would probably be an alarming hourly rate if that's how you consider your time. And there's probably something there to explore about what that looks like to make money on a farm or on a homestead style business where that time aspect is going to be drastically different than what it looks like to get paid by the hour or even a salary uh, pay in the United States. Um, But those are some things I would think of right away. I would think, what are some things that my neighbors either don't do or don't want to do, but they also still need? Or that if I live close enough to maybe a population of people who like aspects of homesteading but don't actively homestead, Mm -hmm. uh, what would they want to buy? Um, And that's where I would start. Okay, and then if somebody wants to scale it in order to be able to make it a living wage off of, what would the steps look like to starting something like that? I would distinguish that from homesteading because I think it's important to do so. I would make sure that the idea of homesteading is really around supporting the family and building out an environment of the family that not only helps to support intentional food decisions and food growth, but also uh, defense and promotion of the faith within the family and the raising of the family society so that it is able to, uh, you know, make virtuous decisions as individuals and ultimately move onwards towards heaven. So I say that as a caveat that I think there is a distinction between homesteading and farming. Farming, I think, is a style of business which operates just like any other style of business, meaning you need to understand your expenses and your potential revenues. It has become my understanding, since we do farm, that there is an actual opportunity in farming for people to make a full-time income. In some instances, a more than reasonable or uh, higher than uh, expected income as well. The challenge though becomes how do you do that? What do you specialize in? What are you passionate about enough to scale? Uh, Meaning you're able to do it at a large enough level that you are able to reduce the expenses because you're able to buy the things that would be expenses like animal feed as an example in bulk. What are those things that you can do and that you actually want to do? There is a huge difference between raising uh, 25 you know, meat chickens and then selling five of them to help pay for a little bit of it versus trying to buy 150 chickens, 200 chickens, 300 chickens at a time. 
And you really want to make sure that you at least are prepared and committed to seeing those enterprises all the way through. I am a huge supporter, as you are, of small-scale farming. And we really consider that to be distinct from homesteading. And that's why our farm name, our business name, is Little Way Farm and Homestead. And we may not be the best example of folks who are not monetizing or seeking to develop an income stream off of the farm, because in fact, we've developed or we're working on developing multiples of them. Some are oriented from the promotion of the homestead lifestyle and supporting others in it and helping others. Some of them are from actual farming uh, business. Our farm business is multifaceted. It's a mix of agritourism, produce, uh, wholesale produce, direct-to-consumer produce, as well as direct-to-consumer pasture-raised meat. And we took on those enterprises with the understanding that we were bringing in expenses and that we were hoping to sell those at a profit. And that the distinguishing characteristic there, and what I would encourage anyone is, is you really just need to do the numbers and you need to make sure that your revenue is going to be more than your expense. And you also need to make sure that you want to actually see those things through. It's not, it's a little bit different than you know, just trying to sell a little bit extra here, a little bit here, or I have a little bit extra of something, so I'm just going to sell it. You know, your taxes are going to look different. Your bank accounts are going to look different. The way that you uh, go to market will look different, meaning do you have a website? Do you promote? Do you market? Do you go actively seek out customers? Do you cold call businesses and try to churn up business? Or is that not something that you want to do? And really, that would be advice I would give to anyone. And it has it ha really has very little to do with farming. It's more so about do you want to run a business or not and engage in entrepreneurial activity. Um, we do. It's not easy. Uh, I think a lot of people want to. And I think a lot of people just need a little guidance. And they would be very successful in doing so. And ultimately, I think that that would be a good start to creating those family businesses, which would be very good, whether they are associated or not associated with the homestead. So making money off of the homestead really comes down to having a clear understanding of why you are homesteading and what your goals are with the homestead and then just being really intentional about planning out how to reach those goals. Right. I hope no one hears this and thinks that I'm discouraging from creating a business that's associated with your homestead. It's more so that... You, it's just a matter of fact that you don't have to and that if you want to then so be it and I hope it's successful and that you do so in a way that supports the development of a family business if that's what you feel called to do but I do I am concerned that many people see someone homesteading and they become discouraged because they try to model exactly what those other people do and that it it becomes a place of just something not resembling what it could because they're more so focused on trying to replicate the talents of someone else instead of replicating, or I'm sorry, not replicating, instead of cultivating the talents that God has given them directly. And that's something that I've struggled with a lot uh, in what our homestead looks like. And after over a year of doing this now, uh, I'm becoming more and more comfortable with the idea of what our homestead looks like because we have certain charisms and certain talents and gifts that God has given to us. And I'm really excited to settle in this winter and consider exactly maybe a little more deeply what those are 
and what the future of Little Farm and Homestead looks like as we continue to build out our farm business and, more importantly, our own family homestead. Well, I think that this has been a really interesting conversation. I think it's opened the doors for a lot of further conversation about when you do have the goal of making money on the homestead or even taking on small-scale farming, what does that look like? And I think that we could get a lot more in-depth about what it looks like to make a business out of farming, small-scale farming, homestead lifestyle. And then also just more conversations about being intentional about how to lower your inputs and how to lower your costs for running your homestead. And I really look forward to having those conversations in the future on the podcast. I agree. This may be a good point also as we close out, just to encourage anyone, we do have a public email address you can access uh, or see on our website. But if you've ever wondered, wondered, you know, can you reach out to us or contact us and ask additional questions about some of the topics that we address here, you're more than welcome to email us. Our email is hello at littlewayhomestead.com. And with that, we thank you again for joining us and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode.